Welcome, everyone. My name is Renee Delacqua. Pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm a senior health educator in health promotion services here at UC San Diego. As you may have noticed, each Thursday, I talk about tips and tricks for strengthening resilience in honor of what I like to call Triton's Thrive Thursday. So I thought it would only be fitting that if I'm speaking about resilience each week, it's important that I share my own personal journey on the topic, which is what I'll be doing on this episode. And this is one experience I hold close to my heart as it was a pivotal point in my own journey of resilience in the making. So I hope you get inspired, I hope you feel connected, and I hope you discover new ways to live your best life. Let's get started. Believe it or not, by the time I was four or five years old, I had my life figured out, or so I thought. I remember vividly walking up to my abuela, which is grandma in Spanish, and confidently telling her, when I grew up, I'm going to live in San Marino, marry a doctor, and be a nurse. So those were my three major life plans at the ripe age of four or five. Well, as you may have suspected, things didn't go as planned. After high school, I moved down to San Diego to go to UCSD, and the city became my home. So my plan to live in the small, bougie town of San Marino flew out the window. Then, while attending UCSD, I met this charming young Marine who I knew early on would be my life partner, and he had no intention of becoming a doctor, so that flew out the window as well. What was left of my dream was becoming a nurse, and that was the piece of my three-tiered dream that I held on to most tightly. My plan was to graduate UCSD and go straight into a master's entry program for nursing. But then, during my third year, everything changed. I began experiencing extreme back pain that radiated down my legs to the point where I'd literally be walking from Center Hall up to Peterson, feeling like my feet were tingling and on fire. It's that same feeling you get when your foot falls asleep, but that feeling never went away for me. A year goes by, and it's a mystery as to why this is all happening to a seemingly young and healthy college student. Come to find out, I needed to undergo major surgery, and I would only have a day to prepare and there was a lot of uncertainty tied to it all. The only thing I was told for certain was that the recovery would be a long and life-changing road ahead. But post-surgery, I still had every intention of becoming a nurse. However, after several hard discussions with my medical team, my dream of pursuing the labor-intensive, on-your-feet-for-12-hours-a-day career of a nurse was, as you guessed it, out the window. And that was the most devastating realization I had ever had at that point in my life. I was depressed, I felt helpless, and I felt lost. I mean, I never came up with a plan B because I was rigidly set on plan A. And everything I did up until that point, from coursework to my internships to my volunteer efforts, were all aimed to achieve my plan A. After wallowing in self-pity and sadness, because you know, I'm human, not a robot, I set out to develop a plan B, and a plan C, and a plan D. From there, I casted my net. I sent out a hundred plus resumes and applications. After weeks of little to no success, I had one bite, literally one, but it ended up being a great one. Five months into my recovery, which was not for the faint of heart, I must say, I started my journey as a behavioral health researcher. I gained so much experience and opportunities, made lifelong connections, and above all, I learned so much about myself, my strengths, my capabilities, and the areas of myself that I needed strengthening. That one unexpected bite helped me discover my love and passion for public health and education, which then helped me pursue my master's in public health, which previously I knew nothing about. 
And ultimately, I landed here as a senior health educator at my alma mater talking about resilience. It's crazy how life works out. Looking back and reflecting on my journey has made me realize this. Life doesn't follow a linear path. You'll be taken through hills and valleys. You'll get stuck in the mud. You'll come across broken bridges. You'll get pushed down, but you get back up. You trek through the mud. You climb each hill and cross each valley. You mend each bridge or find alternative routes, and you'll meet amazing people along the way that'll give you guidance and pointers to assist you in your journey. Ultimately, you'll summit the mountain's peak, you'll look down, and you'll see how far you've come and all of the challenges, hardships, and struggles you faced. And the cool thing is, is that now you've overcome those challenges and those obstacles. You've grown and you've learned how to be flexible and adapt and readapt your course of action. You've identified and utilized your strengths and your capabilities, and you recognize areas that need improvement. And with that, you've equipped yourself with experience, wisdom, and a strong support system that can help you overcome the inevitable challenges that await you. And that is what resilience is all about. What I've come to find out is that the strongest, most resilient people are those that have had to overcome the hardest journeys. I wanted to share my story today because it's not an uncommon one. You can have a clear vision of the future, but it may not work out the way that you intended, and that's okay. So know that if you're trying to figure things out, especially with everything going on right now and with all of the uncertainty, know that you're not alone. If the road you plan to take in life proved to be a dead end, know that there are alternative routes and you will find your way, even if it's entirely unexpected. And the key to doing this is by identifying and utilizing your character strengths and capabilities, building and tapping into your social support systems, finding the drive to grow and overcome, being flexible and adaptable, taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and discovering that which sets your soul on fire and motivates you to be better each and every day. It took me time to realize that that which sets my soul on fire wasn't the profession of nursing itself, but rather it was having a positive impact on the health of others that motivates me. And I've been fortunate to find a career that helps me do just that. And remember, all of that unfolded in the most unexpected yet magnificent way. So if that can happen to me, I know it'll happen for you too. So that concludes this episode of Live Well, Be Well. If you like what you heard today and would like to learn more about topics related to health and wellness, there's much more to come. Please be sure to check out our website, healthpromotionservices.ucsd.edu, and also follow us on Instagram and Facebook under UCSD Health Promotion Services. Stay tuned for our next episode of Live Well, Be Well. Until next time, be kind, be true, be you. And remember, to be well is to live well.